Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Which is still struggling in the aftermath of Hurricane Fiona. Allegations involving the Washington Spirit appear in a new report on systemic abuse in professional women's soccer. I'm Mike Marilla. D.C. wants to help 20,000 black Washingtonians buy their own homes. I'm Christy King. Gains on Wall Street at the closing bell Monday. The Dow was up 765, NASDAQ up 240 points. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. The death toll in Florida from Hurricane Ian is 99, and there are fears it could go higher. CBS's Chris Van Cleve is in Fort Myers Beach. Search and rescue teams sift through the widespread destruction. Going door to door looking for survivors, or those who perished in the storm. Fire department! The city's mayor says perhaps more than two dozen remain unaccounted for. Lifting up houses, lifting up rubble, listening sending dogs in. So what they're trying to do is to find the survivors. President Biden will be in Florida tomorrow. He was in Puerto Rico yesterday as the island territory recovers from Hurricane Fiona. We came here in person to show that we're with you. Amer all of America is with you as you receive and recover and rebuild. North Korea has fired a ballistic missile over Japan for the first time in five years. CBS's Lucy Crafted Tokyo says the launch rattled nerves and briefly stopped airplanes and trains. Japan's civil alert system blared during morning rush hour, urging residents to seek shelter as Pyongyang's ballistic missile flew over northern Japan for about one minute, traveling about 3,000 miles before landing in the Pacific Ocean. The Biden administration called the launch destabilizing, said it shows North Korea's blatant disregard for UN Security Council resolutions and international safety norms. Police are looking for a possible serial killer in Stockton, California, where they have been multiple deadly shootings since July. CBS's Carter Evans says the FBI and the ATF are now on the case. The crime scene where 54-year-old Lawrence Lopez Sr. was gunned down marks the latest in a string of murders that Stockton police now think are all related. You could probably very well call this a uh Serial killing. Seven states are reporting an unusual level of threats to the people who make elections work, says CBS's Jim Crisula. The FBI says since June of 2021, there have been more than a thousand tips about threats to election workers. Roughly 10% of those tips have led to FBI investigations. Arizona, Colorado, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Nevada, and Wisconsin are the states with the highest numbers of threats to election workers. The world's leading oil producers are considering a major cut in output in an attempt to increase oil prices. More on that from business reporter Jason Brooks. Goldman Sachs says OPEC would be cutting production in one of the tightest markets in recorded history with an anticipated decline in Russian exports later this year. Gas prices increased slightly overnight from $3.80 to $3.81 for a gallon of regular. That's more than a nickel higher than a week ago. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 1877 Cars for Kids. K-A-R-S, Cars for Kids. Donate your car today at CarsForKids.org. Your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Call 877 Cars for Kids or go online at CarsForKids.org to donate today. 1877 Cars for Kids. Donate. 
today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. WTOP at 403. Good Tuesday morning, 4th of October, 2022. Rainy, blustery, cold today. The high might reach 55. 48, you're waking up to in our nation's capital right now. Good Tuesday morning to you. Indeed, Lane, we thank you for taking us along for your morning ride, talking the local stories we're looking at for you. As we do ride into this Tuesday together, we begin here at WTOP this hour with an update this morning to a story involving possible sexual abuse of children. The Archdiocese of Washington and Arlington are responding this week to the allegations a local pastor abused minors. The Diocese of Arlington says the allegations were disclosed to them a week ago Friday and they immediately passed on the information to the police and the Archdiocese of Washington. The Washington Archdiocese says in a statement it has contacted police and shared what it knows with the Holy Cross Catholic Church in Garrett Park, Maryland, where the pastor is serving. WTOP is not naming him because no charges have been filed. The alleged abuse apparently took place in Virginia before the now reverend was ordained back in 1991. Alexandria police say no charges have been filed. The reverend is on administrative leave. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. In the meantime, U.S. soccer failed its women players. The gist of a new report commissioned by the National Women's Soccer League out this week, it points to systemic verbal and emotional abuse from coaches to players and sexual coercion. And the scathing report includes situations involving the players with the Washington Spirits. The report detailed allegations of abuse committed by former Spirit head coach Richie Burke. A player described Burke as someone who used psychological games with non-starters. WTOP's Jose Omania has been covering the situation involving the Spirit. He says many of the allegations against Burke have already been revealed. And he says Burke continues to deny the allegations. Amanya says after Burke, leadership of the team shifted. I think they're in a better spot than they were last year compared to some of these other clubs that have ownership that, as the report states, basically allowed and fostered this kind of behavior. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 405. To expanding home ownership locally for black Washingtonians. Over the next seven years, the city is now hoping to turn 20,000 of its black residents into homeowners by offering financial aid. DC's Home Purchase Assistance Program now has a $10 million black home ownership fund. The maximum amount of assistance under that program rose from uh, about $80,000 to $202,000 on Saturday. John Falchicchio is D.C.'s Deputy Mayor for Planning and Economic Development. We have new programs uh, that we're very excited about. The city, for example, is building new housing to be available at below market rates. Using various programs, someone might have a mortgage of $147,000 when the townhome right next door is going for $600,000. In the district, Christy King, WTOP News. It's Tuesday morning, October 4th. It's 4.06 on WTOP. Another news this early hour, Governor Glenn Youngkin in Virginia unveiling a new energy plan for the state. It calls on residents apparently to be all in on nuclear power. A growing Virginia needs reliable power. Unveiling his energy goals inside Delta Star, a Lynchburg company that builds power transformers for utility companies, Governor Yunkin says the state needs to use all available energy sources, natural gas, renewables, and nuclear. We have to be all in in nuclear energy in Virginia. Environmental groups and some Democratic lawmakers are critical of Yunkin's plan which the governor says is needed to meet the power demands of a growing Virginia economy. 
Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. 407, traffic and weather on the way. What if a different bank could make your company better? Turn to Burke and Herbert Bank and work with local commercial banking experts who really get your business. More than just bankers, we're trusted partners here to help you make better financial decisions. I'm David Boyle, President and CEO of Burke and Herbert Bank. Whether you're a wholesaler, medical practice, or nonprofit, I can promise you this. We're the better banking choice for your company. Burke and Herbert Bank. It's better here. At your service since 1852. It's Tuesday, October 4th. Welcome to WTOP at 4.08 in the morning. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. Authorities out with a, what looks to be somewhat of a serious crash. 66 eastbound, just east of the Roslyn Tunnel. Second one we've had this morning in that same location. Looks like this time the car rolled. Uh, so, again, there is some injuries there. For the moment, all traffic stops. 66 eastbound, just east of the Roslyn Tunnel. Uh, cannot use uh, uh, 29 as an alternate to get to 66 at this point. The on-ramp from 29 in Roslyn also closed as a result of this crash. So, no access there. Uh, so, again, just be careful. Again, you definitely do not want to commit beyond exit 73, the exit for Roslyn and the Key Bridge. Uh, if you're headed into the district this morning, uh, consider using the Key Bridge instead of the Roosevelt Bridge, at least initially. Westbound 66 for now, not affected. All lanes are open. Now, over in uh, Woodbridge on southbound 95, as you head south across the Occoquan, remnants of that crash uh, remained on the right shoulder. They did have everybody loaded up. Should be moving along soon, hopefully. Again, all lanes are open, but again, watch out for a brief slowdown. As folks see the flashing lights, that's been kind of causing a very minute delay. 95 northbound from Fredericksburg up to the Beltway in Springfield so far. So good. 395 north remains in good shape as well. Uh, no major issues on the Beltway through Montgomery or Prince George's County. Don't forget on the Bay Bridge. Wind warnings in effect, but no vehicle restrictions. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTLB Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking your storm on Tuesday. And once again, we're looking at rather windy conditions and, of course, plenty of rainfall and some really cool numbers. Cold for this time of year. Average high is around 74 degrees. We're going to be around 54 on Wednesday. High of 63. Some showers early, but then getting out of here. Maybe some sun late in the day. All sun on Thursday. Beautiful day with a high of 75. Friday, high of 75 degrees, but a cold front moves through, so enjoy the warmer weather while you can. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we're looking at 49 degrees in DuPont Circle, 46 Germantown. You're waking up to 48 degrees in Annandale, 4 a.m. hour, Tuesday morning, October 4th. We're at 48 degrees and holding at our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. On the campaign trail, campaign 2022 next on WT this early morning. Don't go away. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Stocks and bonds are volatile, but your financial plan doesn't have to be. Have you sat down to map out an investment plan you can trust when emotions and headlines stir panic? I'm Simon Hamilton with The Wise Investor Show. Every week, we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know about them. To learn more about how to stay grounded and to become a better informed, wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at thewiseinvestorgroup.com or find us on your favorite podcast app. This is WTOP News. 
Campaign 2022 continues on WTOP this early morning. We're just now five weeks away from the midterm elections, and in this year's primaries, money poured in for Republican candidates from, well, an unusual source, Democratic groups spending millions in an attempt to ensure that candidates face less appealing opponents in the general election. But many of these GOP nominees are 2020 election deniers, the very people President Joe Biden has labeled as MAGA Republicans, who are dangerous, he says, to our democracy. This morning, WTOP's Dimitri Sotos talks about all this with NBC News correspondent Carol Lee to get her take. There's a lot of consternation within the party about this. A lot of Democrats don't like it. They don't think that it's wise. They think it's playing with fire. At best, they feel that it's hypocritical and it's cynical, particularly when you have a president who's been saying so-called MAGA Republicans and election deniers, some of these very candidates that are being elevated by Democrats are the biggest threat to the country. They threaten the foundation of our democracy in this election cycle and will continue to do so in 2024. And so the answer from leading Democrats is, well, we want to win, and this is how we're going to do it. And you have a White House, a president who is saying that he's fighting this battle for the soul of the country, who has remained completely silent about this. When we asked them point blank what the president thinks of this decision by Democrats, they wouldn't say. It is true that they're not there to win awards for morality or even being good mm-hmm. people necessarily. It's it's about mm-hmm. the hard scrabble life of politics and winning. Do you think they could win if they weren't supporting these extreme candidates? That's the, one of the big questions. In some instances, potentially not. Some of these races, if you look at the governor's race in Pennsylvania, for instance, the Democrat is so far ahead in, in the polling there. And that was a race where the Democrats tried to elevate the current Republican nominee. And it's hard to know. In some races, it's harder to de- determine than others. But it's certainly the case that they might not have won the party's nomination. It wasn't always successful this strategy but the democrats have been successful in six races two house races and the house you know could be very close uh, a senate race and three governor's races so they feel like from the democrats perspective who support this strategy they feel like it's worked NBC News correspondent Carol Lee on WTOP you are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com True economic equity and inclusion starts with empowerment. At Melwood, a leading employer, advocate, and preferred service provider for people with disabilities, we're committed to building a world where people with disabilities are fully included, starting with employment. When more people are empowered through employment, all of society benefits, and we can build a more sustainable, innovative, and equitable economy. Melwood is here to educate and partner with individuals and organizations to build a more inclusive workforce, develop pipelines, and provide strategies for equitable recruitment, hiring, and retention of people with disabilities. This is National Disability Employment Awareness Month, so ask yourself, what's your role in the equity equation? To learn more about how your company can diversify its workforce by recruiting and hiring people with disabilities, Visit www.melwood.org. That's M-E-L-W-O-O-D.org. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
think red. The Tuesday morning, October 4th, 4.15, indeed, sports time. Rob Woodfork's turn this morning. NFL Week 4 closed out with a statement win on Monday Night Football. The San Francisco 49ers held the Super Bowl champion L.A. Rams out of the end zone entirely in a 24-9 win that throws the entire NFC West division into a tie at 2-2. Two and two. Every bit as rainy and gray as the weather is here. So's the mood of the one in three Washington commanders and their fans. Losing to Dallas never sits well, but after all the talk of how good they'd be in year three of the Ron Rivera era, the coach assures you, Burgundy and Gold Faithful, he is every bit as upset as you are. I understand everybody's frustration, especially how proud this organization is. This organization's got five championships. You kidding me? I get it. I understand how important it is to win. I delve into the reality of that situation in my column on WTOP.com. On the injury front, Jahan Dodson and Sam Cosme are expected to miss time on an offense that can ill afford any more losses. But Brian Robinson is expected to return to the practice field Wednesday. He might play Sunday against the Titans. Up in Baltimore, Jimmy Smith announced his retirement. He becomes only the fifth player in Ravens history to have a career of at least 10 years played entirely in Charm City. At Camden Yards, the Orioles fall 5-1 of the Blue Jays in a rain-shortened game, and the Nationals and Mets never even got started in New York. The game was immediately postponed to be the front end of a straight doubleheader that starts at 4:10. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. As always, 4:16 Tuesday morning, October 4th on WTOP. The top stories we're following for you this early Tuesday on TOP. President Joe Biden arriving in Puerto Rico this week on the first of two trips this week to hurricane-damaged communities, announcing $60 million to shore up Puerto Rico's infrastructure. He'll visit Florida midweek on Wednesday. We've got it on pretty good authority this early morning here at WTOP. The President Joe Biden will, in fact, run for re-election. He has said so apparently in a private conversation with the Reverend Al Sharpton recently. And new revelations regarding government documents stored at former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago home this morning. The Washington Post reports one of Mr. Trump's lawyers, apparently at the time, refused to tell the National Archives that all documents they asked for had been returned because he wasn't sure the claim was true. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. For the time this Tuesday morning, October 4th, is now 417. Dallas Airport could soon host more than travelers and planes. Could become the home of a new solar farm. First, locally, the Loudoun County Board of Supervisors has to approve the zoning changes. If that happens, Dominion can use the panels to generate and store enough energy to feed more than 37,000 homes. Instead of paying rent, Dominion would buy the airport a fleet of electric buses and fleet vehicles. The buses would carry passengers on airport property from parking lots to terminals, and the fleet vehicles would be used by airport employees. Dominion would also build charging equipment for Dulles Airport to use to keep its electric buses and vehicles running. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. On this October 4th, welcome in Tuesday morning, 418 on WTLP. Glad you're with us. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, still no one moving. 66 eastbound just east of the Roslyn Tunnel. For now, traffic remains stopped as a result of the crash. Uh, fire and rescue personnel have more or less cleared up. Now it's just Virginia State Police and Arlington County that are on scene. Uh, trying to get some debris out of the roadway before they can safely let traffic by. And more than likely, they're going to let you by on the far left side. So just be aware we're keeping an eye on it right now. Uh, for the moment, nobody getting by. And it looks like they still have traffic stopped coming off of 29 uh, to join eastbound 66 from Roslyn. So that's not a workaround at this point. Again, uh, do not commit beyond exit 73. At this point, you can use Keybridge into the district to avoid the uh, Roosevelt Bridge for now, at least while things are stopped.
Hopefully it'll get you moving again. And uh, keep in mind, if you're trying to get to the Pentagon, I'm sure you have some other options uh, to avoid 66 eastbound over to 110. Uh, so keep that in mind as well. For now, no major issues on 95 or 395. George Washington Parkway also running well in both directions so far. Remnants of the crash southbound 95 as you approach 123 in Woodbridge. Now completely wrapped up and cleared. All lanes are open and nothing left to look at right now. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking another windy, rainy, cool day. A high temperature only 54. That would be a record low high temperature for the day. Going for a high of 63 on Wednesday. A little shower early and then nicer in the afternoon, but still quite chilly. 75 on Thursday, though, and 75 on Friday. I'm Storm Team 4. Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. 49 degrees in Chantilly, Penn Quarter, 48 in Columbia, 48 in Holding in our nation's capital right now. This check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300 for newlookhomedesign.com. Check them out. The latest on the war coming up next on WTOP, where the time now is 420. Good morning. Are you short on time but not on ambition? University of Maryland Global Campus can help. Start by transferring up to 90 credits from previous coursework, military, or work experience and apply them towards a bachelor's degree. Plus, we offer online and hybrid courses, affordable tuition, and personalized advising to help you reach your goals. Now's the time to succeed again. Undergraduate courses start October 19th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. Being heavy was so hard. I would get out of breath just by going up steps. At Anova, weight loss isn't just about losing pounds. It's improving your overall health. As a designated center of excellence, Anova's team develops a comprehensive weight loss program just for you. That's why Eric proudly says, I have lost 111 pounds. My type 2 diabetes has been completely resolved. I would absolutely recommend Anova's weight loss program. Start your journey today. You have everything to gain. Visit anova.org slash journey. Invasion of Ukraine. Live updates 24 7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Now to the latest of the war between Russia and Ukraine. Russia continues to threaten Ukraine this week with nuclear weapons if it tries to take back Russian occupied territory. But Ukraine is apparently paying no attention to this, to these threats. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with details. What you're hearing is a car driving in the village of Borova. And there are some very excited Ukrainians inside, a woman there holding a flag out the window as they drove along. This territory a couple of weeks ago was firmly locked away behind Russia's new Iron Curtain. But now it's free again. And Ukraine is expecting other areas to be liberated as well. In fact, Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky said that Lamont, a key town located in one of four Ukrainian regions annexed by Russia, had been cleared of Russian troops. The recapture of Laman marks the first Ukrainian military victory in a territory the Kremlin has claimed as its own and said that it would 
defend by all possible means. Well, J.G., despite all that, Ukraine has ignored Russia's threats and has taken more territory back. How is Russia responding to all this? After saying they would defend with everything they had this territory, the Russian government is saying, well, we haven't set up the borders yet there, and so this doesn't apply. So simply put, what's happening is the Russian military cannot and is not prepared to defend against this military that essentially has rolled through there and taken back this territory. So now they're back to those threats that they made about these nuclear weapons. Are they going to do something? or are they not? It's a humiliating situation for the Kremlin, for the Russian government, and there are some who expect a strong response, but it's not clear if or when that would happen. With the latest of the war between Ukraine and Russia, WCOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green in the conversation with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Calling all government, military, and defense industry executives. The Association of the United States Army invites you to attend its 68th annual meeting in person October 10th through 12th at the Walter Reed Washington Convention Center. The AUSA annual meeting attracts a worldwide audience, and more than 700 exhibitors will feature the latest state-of-the-art equipment, products, and services for the Army. Forums are also held for soldiers, family members, government civilians, and industry executives. Admission is free, but limited to qualified persons. Visit AUSA.org backslash AM to register. The average home sells for over the asking price, and with Orchard's win-win program, you can win twice. Here's how. Win number one, Orchard can make you a guaranteed cash offer for your home. Next, Orchard handles the sale of your old home, including upgrades, listing, and showing. Win number two, Orchard not only guarantees the sale of your home, when it sells for more than your cash offer, you keep the extra. You win again. Get a no-cost, no-obligation offer at Orchard.com. Orchard.com. WTOB News Time, now 425. Money News, each half hour, 25 and 55, a preview of your business day, Tuesday, October 4th on TOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. It looks like a not-so-hot third quarter for the auto industry, as most manufacturers continue to deal with supply chain issues. Only GM appears to have thrived, with sales up 24% from a year earlier. Ford is expected to report third-quarter sales today. It is already warned that it would likely end the quarter with tens of thousands of incomplete vehicles awaiting parts. Target is unveiling an early look at its Target Deal Days sale, which runs Thursday through Saturday. It's promising four times the number of offers than it had last year, including items from Apple, Disney, Cuisinart, and Beats. Peloton hopes to get more people to try its high-end exercise bikes by putting them in all 5,400 Hilton hotels in the U.S. The deal will include at least one standard Peloton bike per hotel fitness center. Peloton has seen its stock price fall by about 80% so far this year. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. True economic equity and inclusion starts with empowerment. At Melwood, a leading employer, advocate, and preferred service provider for people with disabilities, we're committed to building a world where people with disabilities are fully included, starting with employment. When more people are empowered through employment, all of society benefits, and we can build a more sustainable, innovative, and equitable economy. 
Melwood is here to educate and partner with individuals and organizations to build a more inclusive workforce, develop pipelines, and provide strategies for equitable recruitment, hiring, and retention of people with disabilities. This is National Disability Employment Awareness Month, so ask yourself,